We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You often talk about next man up. Lose Jalen, no Jalen, no RJ. You got an unbelievable effort from the guys. How tough is this one to swallow, given you had the nine-point lead with 30 seconds left? Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. So it's a shame not to come out of here with a win. So 29 seconds to go. Their shots, offensive rebounds, fouls. So, you know, disappointing. Um, Mamdi Mon- Hamdi Mansour, Mansour, Mansour. I'm gonna try that one more time. Hamdi Mansour, Mansour. Let's try one more time for for kicks and giggles. Um, Hamdi Mansour. Thank you for the contribution. Defense seemed off. Grimes seemed off. The three centers seemed off. Randall is a beast. Can't watch D Rose play anymore. Hashtag blame GMAC. You know what? It's not Tibbs' fault. It's not Leon Rose's fault. It's not Randall. It's not Derek Rose's fault. It's not Hartenstein's fault. It's not Grimes or any of the kids. They're fine. It's not Fournier's fault. It's not even Cam's fault. It's me. I dared to think this team with a favorable schedule, um, if they could go 13 and five in their next 18 games, they're now one and five in their last six. Since I said that. Um, so how about this? I think they're going, there's 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 13 more games left in this this stretch. Oh, so they're one in five. So it's six. One in five is six. So there's 12 more. I think they're going 0 and 12. This is going to be a 17 game losing streak. And if they do, maybe they fire Tibbs and maybe they do fire Leon Rose and they could trade Randall because that's like the the context that it was all in. Um, the if was the keyword. Uh, it's all my fault though. Clearly, all my fault. <laughs> Thank you, Hamdi, for the contribution. Stefan W., the minutes distribution is still wild. Randall and Quickly over 40 minutes each. They both played around 50 minutes two nights ago. Who's playing minutes on this team right now? I went through the list. Every team that is shorthanded on their bench has guys that play a certain amount of minutes. Toronto, Nick Nurse is looked at as a, as a genius, and he's playing four guys at least 35 minutes a night. OG Ananobi, like, literally goes to the bench, gets a sip of Gatorade, and then it's back in the game, dude. Need you. That, like, a lot of teams do this. The district, like, in theory, fine. Like, they're cooked because they're they're tired. 
I just don't know where else they're going tonight. They're not, they had no chance to win this game if Randall and Quickly don't play those 40 minutes. Now, look, they probably didn't have a chance to win this game at all, but if you're going to try and make a push, those two had to play at least 40 minutes tonight. So respectfully disagree, Stefan. I've a lot of teams do this, especially with shorthanded benches. Thank you for the contribution. Robert Cross, the legend of GMAC. What's your favorite Chinese food? Hashtag 53 wins. I actually had Chinese tonight. Uh, sesame chicken with, with white rice is my go-to dish. I love me some orange chicken and some General Zhao chicken. Um, but sesame chicken has been my go-to forever. And it, there's some leftovers in my fridge right now that I'll probably get to because uh, APJP is going to be editing this one tonight. Um, so thank you, Robert, for the question and for the contribution as always, my friend. Missed you last night. I just realized we get no, we get, we got no Robert Cross at the town hall. Um, yeah. So thank you. Uh, busy. Thought about you, your points tonight, my man. Good to meet you last night. How about Pop saving his young guy by calling a timeout? That's one of the times that I thought about you. Yeah. Um, look. I don't want to relitigate the Dallas game as much tonight. I'm sure some of it bleeds into tonight. I think every Knicks fan saw that timeout get called and was just like, damn, damn. Like that's how it's done. That, that was, it was that simple. Oh, my, my kid is in trouble. I got to call timeout here. It's happening right in front of my bench. You know, don't disagree. There's like, there's, Two mistake, two to three mistakes that Tibbs has to own for the other night, and it's why. Like I was talking to John about this when we when we signed off. Like Tibbs absolutely has a lot of blame for the collapse against Dallas. The minutes distribution for me just isn't one of them, and I think for him, it's why he got so frustrated the other night. Like they're not they're not in that game if he doesn't play that exact rotation and. It took a one in 13,885 chance thing for them to lose. Um, but look, one of the reasons in those 30 seconds and that contributed to that chances is he didn't call timeout in that spot. He didn't put a second center in so that way you have three big bodies going for the rebound. Um, he didn't have Derek Rose. Ironically, like Derek Rose, we, I just slandered the guy so much. And yet I would have loved him in the game down the stretch, at least in those last like minute to help with the second ball handler. So it's not just quickly getting on the ball over half court. Um, yeah, busy. I, I saw it and immediately thought, damn, that's, we don't have that. This is, this is a mistake Tibbs has to own. And it's why, you know, even his staunchest of the defenders have to admit he's, he's an imperfect coach, you know, thank you busy for the contribution. Wombler. Hey, the birth of my daughter prevented me from experiencing this horrendous end of the da of the, of the Dallas game, um, which I heard was well played otherwise. Tonight was ugly. Effort and attention to detail unacceptable. First of all, congratulations, Wombler. Um, I am sorry that your daughter being in this since she's been in this world is 0-2, or if like was hopefully. Hopefully tonight's the only loss that your daughter has experienced. Um, yeah, the attention to detail and and the effort was bad. Um, they were a step slow a across the board tonight. They were a step slow. Um, but yeah, 
Thank you. And congratulations again, Wombler. Busy again. Uh, quickly McBride Grimes starting. Better D, right? RJ and Brunson key to our defense? Question mark. Was the critics right about too many minutes in Dallas? Was this a Dallas hangover? Can Tibbs re-engineer their offense to play to Grimes and quickly strengths? Um. All right, so there's a lot here. Busy. I'm going to get to all of it. And thank you for the contribution. The, the large contribution when it gets to all of this. Um, quickly, McBride and Grimes starting equals better D, right? So I believe this is a comment that because they were starting, why wasn't the D better? And this is where I'll actually say that, yes, there, there was like a hangover from Dallas. They played a ton of minutes the other night and kind of a, an, an emotional loss, too, because of the circumstances and the way they lost. Um, uh, then you're saying RJ and Brunson key to our defense. There's nothing about Jalen Brunson that's key to the next defense. In fact, they they he is a very limited defender. He tries. I don't think teams have been targeting as, as it appeared, but the three games before the Dallas game was when I started noticing just a lot of buckets get scored on him. Um, just, he's, he's limited in, in his defensive abilities, unfortunately. Um, was the critics right about too many minutes in Dallas? Potentially, but I just don't know where he's, where else he's going. It's literally Cam. That's the only other place he hasn't gone to yet. And if that's the take, then I can't say you're wrong. I, I, they lost without Cam. Maybe they don't lose with Cam. I also don't think they would have won with him, but like that's the only other place he hasn't gone to yet. Um, and look, I, I don't, their offense was ninth in the NBA coming into this game. Um, without uh, Tibbs re-engineering anything. I think Quentin Grimes, and this is this is the thing about being a young player. Um, he had a great game on Tuesday night, and it wasn't that they were calling his number. It's that he was doing two things really well. He was beating, play, beating defenders on catch-and-shoot threes, and he was beating, he was attacking closeouts. And you do those two things well, you either like hit your threes and you, you get buckets or, you know, we saw him try to go to the rim tonight on a couple of closeout attacks and he, he missed a bunch of shots. He was one of 10 tonight. The, the thing about young players is the step from having 33 points, uh, then doing it again the next game is the biggest biggest hurdle is doing it again. It's doing it consistently. Um, and Grimes like had a great game and then he had an awful game. And that's after he had just had an awful game. And, you know, I don't, I'm not sure you engineer your offense to somebody that inconsistent quickly had a really good offensive game tonight. 12 for 20. Like he took a ton of shots. Like a lot of players are going to get, I would hope a lot of players get at least 30 points on, on 27 shots. But like, I was, I was fine with off his offensive game today. He's also coming off a five for 21 performance. Like the inconsistency is what, what kills you now. Say what you want about, about RJ and Brunson and, and Julius and how the offense really has only gone through them this season, but it's, it's why they were eighth with that type of offense. They were ninth in offense coming into this game. So it's working, you know, especially with the level of, of talent the Knicks have. I don't know how you could expect more than ninth in offense for, for the league. Um, so yeah, busy. I, 
I don't think Tibbs is the most creative offensive coach. I do think he knows more than you give him credit for. And, you know, he's missing two of his three best guys right now. So um, it's tough to, uh, they had two options on offense tonight. It was quickly a Randall. They actually had a nice two man game going in the fourth quarter. Um, But it's tough to beat anybody, even one of the worst teams in the NBA, when you just have those two options. So thank you, Busy, as always, for the contribution. Uh, Mangu Man, please remind me it was a defensive identity, right? Yeah. And that, that's, listen, that's reasonable criticism of Tibbs, that um, your team looked very slow tonight. Now, they might be gassed, and that might also be on Tibbs. Um, but, you know, a Tom Thibodeau coach team should always, the, the effort level should never be something you question. And, you know, this team, like Mitch, uh, at times Grimes and a lot of other guys he brought in off the bench looked looked a, looked a step slow tonight. So that defensive identity was definitely challenged in this game. Um, thank you, Mongo Man. Q left blank. Can we just pretend they went eight and five and forget how? <laughs> you know, it's funny. So I haven't done it yet tonight but I'm going to bring up baseball. So I was talking to my buddy, Rich McLeod, who's a big Mets fan. He has a Mets newsletter called Just Mets. And we were talking about last season. For those who don't know, the Mets got off to a really great start, had a 10 and a half game lead in their division and never really took a dip in how good they were. It was a very steady, like we're, we're a really good team. We're a really good team. And they crept their way to 101 wins. The Atlanta Braves started off the season like very mediocre. They were 20 and 27 or they were under 500 after two months. And that's why they were 10 and a half games back in the Mets. And then they played like the 98 Yankees who had the American league record for most wins in a season. They had like an unrealistic uh, winning percentage. I guess the Mariners technically do, but I digress. So 98 Yankees are one of the best baseball teams ever. And the Braves played like that for the next four months. And it didn't matter how, how consistent the Mets were. The Braves were playing better for those four months. And I was saying like, it would have been so much easier as a Mets fan. If the Braves played like that for the first four months, and it was the last two months that they went 20 and 27 and the Mets caught them. But no, the way it went, we experienced it emotionally in a different way that you got a big lead and then watch them slowly catch you. So, yeah, if the Knicks had just like went back and forth and were eight and five in their last 13 and you just like like if someone just woke up from a coma today that they went to a coma on December 1st and woke up today and they were like, oh, the Knicks are eight and five in their last 13. Good. They got back to 500. Good to hear it. Um Unfortunately, we experienced it all in the moment and it was, it feels a lot different, even though that, you know, back to 500, there's a clean slate that I guess can start on Friday. Hopefully Jalen Brunson is back and, you know, hopefully a new winning streak can start or at least literally one game winning streak could start on Friday. An old streak can snap. Um, Love it. Q left blank. Thank you for the contribution. 
For over 30 years, the law offices of Weiss and Rosenblum in New York City has been home to a team of award-winning, hard-hitting injury attorneys who have a long track record of seven-figure results. Whether you've been injured in a car accident, fall, construction accident, or other traumatic event, Weiss and Rosenblum will work tirelessly to maximize the award, regardless of the severity of your injury, and get you and your family the fair and just compensation you deserve. Call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. Again, that's 212-366-6100. Or visit weissandrosenblum.com for more information. No case is too big or too small. Personal attention to your matter is a priority. Once more, call 212-366-6100. Previous results do not guarantee future outcomes. If you think you might have a case, speak with a veteran attorney, not a rookie. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, quick break to tell you about WinBet, the official sports book of Nick's Film School. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, the WNBA, college football, and more. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on 
every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100, win 100. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. That's wynnbet.com to start winning. Download, bet, win. It's that simple. Elmer Pacheco, while JB and RJ are out, I was waiting for this. Tibbs needs to play Cam and Fournier instead of Hartenstein and Rose. I'm here for Fournier over Rose. And look, I know that this is an unpopular opinion amongst um, my friend and and uh, the host of this podcast. I'd be fine with Cam over Hartenstein at this point. Um, I don't think Hartenstein is being used correctly. Um, we were talking about this during the town hall last night. That It actually goes to the abilities of Ty Lu that he was able to get so much out of Hartenstein because he created opportunities for him to be used correctly. And with Tibbs, it's like, if you don't fit my system, then you're bad. And it's not my, it's not the system's fault. It's my, it's your fault. And it's why, you know, other players having like it's why like I empathize with the fire tips crowd. Like maybe a different coach would be able to not have a set system that can't change, but like maybe he'd be able to be like, Oh, Cam, this is what you're good at. I'm going to cater this, my, my system to what you're good at. Um, I think Cam also like looked very unplayable his last time he was on the court, but like so did Evan Fournier. So, and like, again, to the theme of the night, so did Derek Rose. So maybe we are at that point. Um, I, I I can't say you're wrong. Um, Hartstein's been bad for a while, but these are like these are grasping at straws bench options. And I I guess what like to, to your comments point, while Brunson and RJ are out is the key distinction here. Um, you might as well try everything um, to see if it works. Uh, thank you, Helmer. I appreciate the contribution. Pluckster, why doesn't Tibbs use iHeart like Joe Kim Noah in Chicago? Just use Taj. Could you could just use Taj in the Taj role? Also, by the way, the Spurs beat Milwaukee, Philadelphia, Indiana, Chicago, Utah, Cleveland, and Miami. Yeah, it's funny. The the tough part about reading the list of all the teams they beat is that like the, the tough part is, well, the Utah thing is Utah's going the other direction. Um, you understand if you, if like they outplayed you because of like you, like, like, like they just hit a ton of shots. Like they went 20 of 30 from three and like just on one night, a team got hot. Like last year, the OKC game when Randall had tested positive for COVID was the game that comes to mind. Like for one night, the worst three-point shooting team in the league hit everything. The tough part with this is you're out hustled by the worst team. One of the worst teams in the NBA. Like, yes, they have 12 wins. Like that's not zero. Um, they're still seven and 21 in their last 28 games. And it stinks that the seventh came against our team. Um, I good perspective though, Pluckster. I, I appreciate it. And look, as far as why he doesn't use him like Joe Kim Noah in Cleveland, uh, don't disagree. I also think, um, Joe Kim Noah was 10 times the defender that Isaiah Hartenstein was. Um, his defense alone 
made him a top five MVP candidate one year. That is not, that is a real thing was voted fourth in the MVP race one season. Um, the early 2010s were wild. Um, thank you, Bluckster, for the contribution. Legend of GMAC. Um, <laughs> uh, how was the town hall? My New Year's resolution is to never miss again. Town hall was great. Anybody wants to check it out? The entire town hall is available, I believe, for everybody to watch if you missed it on our Patreon. Um, it's in the Monroe tier. Um, which is $15 a month. You get access to our monthly town halls. Uh, the mellow tier for seven bucks a month gets you access to an extra Patreon pod uh, a week, um, as well as our, our watch parties, which went viral yesterday when I posted the clip of our reaction to the Knicks loss to the, uh, obviously the moment, the moment at the end of the game to the Mavericks. Um and we have a Discord that if you want to be a part of, we've been having a lot of lively conversations in there lately. There's a live game chat. There's a general Knicks chat. We go there's side chats that we can talk about other things, historic Knicks and potential bets. Um, so that's how the town hall was, Robert. And you better keep that, keep to that resolution. Um, thank you for the, the contribution, Robert. Robert again. Uh, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> this actually gives me a good segue. So, um, <laughs> Robert asked, Robert Cross, is Pastor Claudio your wedding efficient? Uh, efficient, excuse me. Um, if so, can he handle the pressure? Hashtag 53 wins. Yes, my dad is going to be marrying me, marrying us later uh, next year. Uh, he's the efficient. Um, there is nobody that has handled pressure better in my life, both the pressure that's come in his life as well as... Um, the pressure that I've put on him um, and some of the pressures that I've needed him to help me carry um, not to get like religious on you guys, but that's like what happens when someone has the peace that passes all understanding. And that's just something I've always seen from him. I say all of this because the other person that has been um, a hero of mine, a bit of a superhero in my life is my mother. And today is her birthday and mom, I am sorry that the Knicks suck and that they lost but that doesn't change how amazing you are and how thankful I am for you. I'm sorry that I'm here <laughs> doing this, but I took you out on Monday, so it's okay. And I wanted to publicly wish you a very happy, however many years you want to acknowledge birthday. Um, so if you want in the chat, you've done it for me before. If you're feeling up to it, just happy birthday, Mama Claudio. Spam that as much as possible. Thank you, Mom. Love you. Thank you, Robert, for the contribution. Uh, Hamish. Let's not forget we missed two of the three best Knicks. Love the love the energy. Love the contribution. God, please don't let them make a classic Knicks desperation mistake here. Stay the course. Better days are ahead. Love it. Love it, Hamish. Love the con lo love, love the contribution. Love the the perspective. Love the rational thought. Um look, I'm I forget who just Mongo Man, I think, just said it. If they were eight and five, we'd be fine. We'd be like, oh, they're eight and five in the last 13. The way they got to eight and the way they got to five, not Mongo Man. Q, Q left blank is the one that said it. Um, I, I love it. I, 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 I hope better days are ahead. It honestly could not get worse than what we've seen over the last couple of days. Thank you, Hamish, for the contribution. Eric Fernandez, tell me again that the Claudio curse isn't real. It's all my fault. It is all my fault. And it's why 
when they go 0-12 in their next 12 games to complete a 1-17 stretch where I thought they potentially could go 13-5, and you have one person to blame, and it's this guy right here. The Claudio curse is very real. Thank you, Eric, for the contribution. Uh, I believe there's one more. Yes, GMAC, if you yelled at John with the voice of Cookie Monster and the intensity of a drill sergeant, would he if would he execute better or worse? I'll hang up and listen. Oh, so this is because Tibbs yells. Um <laughs> you say he sounds like Cookie Monster. That's funny. Um a lot of coaches yell, man. I I, I know we hear Tibbs better than others. Um, but like we a lot of coaches yell. Uh, I, I I don't I don't mind his yelling personally. I I've played for coaches that yell. I've played for coaches that don't. I'm more aware. Um, I, I I was at least sharper when I had a coach that yelled. I don't think you can be authoritarian. Um, I think one of the coolest stories that I've heard recently, um, is so I was. Tiki Barber was because he hosts the, the midday show at WFAN with Brandon Tierney. And he was talking about the end of his career and little history lesson. Tiki Barber retired um, what some football uh, fans or just anybody would call early. I retired before he was 30, um, clearly with some some juice left in, in the, some, some gas left in the tank. Uh, and he retired. Um, at with at, off of one of his best seasons and it came out early in the year that he was probably going to retire because he was making plans for his media career and he said like one of the things that he said on the way out to management to to ownership was like just my two cents like this guy Tom Coughlin that he, he's yelling like, you can't talk to people like that you can't yell at people the way he does and Tom Coughlin took that constructive criticism to his credit and came back the next season, a much tamer person, a much more respectful person, still yelled, still had that rigidity. And, you know, the Giants went and won the Super Bowl. I don't think it had anything to do, at least not all to do with that attitude change and that personality change. But I don't think you can be that and get people to play for you. What we've admired about this team this year, Pluckster, is how they've played for Tibbs at times. Like, think back to the Denver game. Think back to this win streak. Think back to the other night. Yes, they might have been gassed at the end of the game, but they were 30 seconds away from defeating Dallas on the road with Luka in demigod mode. That's not a team that's not playing for its coach. That's not a team that for the larger sample size isn't executing for their coach. Like they're playing for him. You want to, you know, talk about a different system, a different approach. I'm here for it. I understand. I don't think it's, I, I just personally don't believe it's like the yelling or that they've turned him off. There are times this season where I thought it could have been that, but then they come out trying to, trying to win, trying to play for their coach, you know? So um, I do like the idea that Tibbs sounds like cookie monster though. Cause Let's just face it. Sometimes he does. Thank you, Pluxer, for the contribution. I believe we have one more. 
<laughs> from my buddy Reverend John Ortiz. Just a ton of reverence in my life. Happy B Day, Lori. Yes, that's my mother's name. Happy birthday, Mama Claudio. Um, well, that's right. So it's it's Pastor Pastor. Oh, you guys know my dad's first name, Pastor Hiram Claudio, and then his wife Lori. Those are my parents. Thank you to them for um all. I literally wouldn't be here without them. And you know science. That's why. Um, believe that's it. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the KFS post game show. Um, Justin, you want to come up here? If not, just text me and we'll get out of here. Um, thanks to, to for tuning in tonight, everyone. Don't forget to like the video, subscribe to the channel, and uh, follow on all social at Nick Film School. Um, one more time to our friends at WinBet. Uh, just a recap of our pregame picks. So <laughs> I believe we went over four tonight and it's even worse because the last one was a parlay from me. Um, so we ended up being one for five, uh, but the last one was a parlay. So it counts as a zero and oh, for four night uh, Mensa took Quentin Grimes, 25 plus points, rebounds and assists. He did not get that on a one for 10 night for Quentin Grimes. Uh, both Sean and XJ took first quarter props. Sean took, uh, first quarter, uh, Knicks minus one and a half. They lost by nine. Shout out the bench that came in and was immediately a minus 14. Um, Mensa took, uh, no, excuse me. XJ took a more, uh, an adjusted line for the course first quarter. The Knicks would win by at least three from three to six points. And they lost again by nine. So that's all for two. And then my parlay tonight was at least three threes from Julius Randle and then another three threes from Quentin Grimes. So oh for, oh, technically one for five, but an 0 for four night for the betting and sweating crew. We'll get it back on Saturday. One more time. Um, thank you to our friends at WinBet. Um, download the WinBet app now or visit www.winbet.com to start winning. Sign up today to receive a special offer. You bet $100, you win $100. That's bet a download. Uh, that's bet 100, win 100 at W-I-N-N-B-E-T.com. Download, bet, win. Uh, no KFS stuff coming tomorrow, actually. It's just this pregame. It's just this this show. If you want to, I guess those of you listening um, to this, please... Um, Give a five-star rating and a review. If you're watching this, please subscribe to the video as well as subscribe to the channel as well as like the video. And we'll be back on Saturday, um, the last Knicks game of the year, 2022. Uh, the game starts at 7 Eastern, so we'll be on for the pregame at 6. And then John, uh, as well as I, will be on the postgame. Hopefully not talking about a six-game losing streak to end the year. Um, but we'll see. Thank you to everybody for tuning in. Thank you to everybody for the contribution. Shout out to all of our moderators. Um, and heads up, everybody. Um, hopefully, hopefully better days are ahead, as some of the more rational super chatters said. Love you all. Happy birthday, mom. And we will see you next time. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.